Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. And I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Right. So we are here for another episode of Be Bold in Business. And what you don't know is we've already been speaking for 22 minutes about this topic. The fact that there isn't enough places online and outlets for people like you that are either starting your businesses, showing up, working really hard. And when things go wrong, you feel like you're the only person that this is happening to because there isn't anyone that is sharing the struggles in business openly and allowing you, as well as the person sharing their struggles, to feel like you're being supported. So today, like any other interview, is going to be sharing with you not the successes of the person, but how they have had to overcome their own challenges and potentially still are to create the success that they've got. And you 100% can create a business and a life that does thrive But there will be challenges that you have to overcome. And this is about not hiding from that, not pretending that that won't happen and acknowledging that we're all in this together and we are not superhuman. So today we are speaking to Tim and he is going to introduce himself and just say hello to you all. Hello, everyone. Uh, I suppose let's start with who I am and what I do. I suppose always a good place (laughs) to start. So uh, I've had this conversation with my team about 300 times. Tim, what is it that you do? And so we've come to a point or a decision that there isn't actually a name yet invented for what I do because I end up doing so much. But ultimately, I think if you used to push me down a route to give me an answer, I am a performance coach and uh, I help people both personally and professionally. Um, I help people to really tap into a level of confidence, not just in their business, but within their psychology and mindset that can take them to the next level. Um, I've got that off of the back of, you know, me being coached by some fantastic people myself and really investing time into my personal development. Um, and that's allowed me now to fly all around the world coaching people. So that's a little bit about me. There's, I'm sure we'll dive a little bit deeper in, into that. Um, oh, yes, more, we will. Yeah. <laughs> but on the outset, that's, that's a little bit about what I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. And like I said, we've already been speaking for 20 minutes. So um, I think the key... conversation, by the way. We won't share it all, but... (laughs) And that that more to come on that. But 
I think, yeah, like I already know that you really advocate for this type of conversation around the fact that we need to stop giving this impression, illusion, distraction, diversion, however people want to see it, that building a business is easy and building a business means that you will work on a beach with your laptop and, you know, you'll buy an amazing, lovely car. And the journey to get to that point is often forgotten or just not shared. So people that are beginning or have businesses or maybe have a side hustle or have just gone full time haven't got the full picture, you know, that things sometimes will be hard, but that doesn't mean it's the end. What's been your experience since starting your business and what you've seen? How have you created an environment, which you have done online, where you are just very yourself but when there isn't that much around where people are just talking in their cars or talking on the streets and everything seems to be quite professional and perfect and edited how did you get to that point where you're just showing up this way and doing what is actually the authentic side of business I think for me um the the biggest thing is being accepting that I'm going to continuously need to pivot no matter what I do in my business everything's a test bed and nothing's set in stone um on the flip side to that one of the things that i've learned a lot is that everything takes 10 times longer than i initially thought it was going to take 10 times more work 10 times more money 10 times more time mm. uh, and i've sort of got comfortable with that i think um i think that so many people on online are selling this life and lifestyle like you say you know working from a beach having the car and all the rest of it and uh, i think if these guys or these girls were to put up the you know, the, the journey towards that, I don't think it would be as attractive for people. So they don't really share it. Um, on the flip side, there's one thing that I always tell myself in all of my content, um, whenever I'm talking on stage or even on these podcasts is this, and this is the rule that I live by Tim talk to people's secrets, because if you talk to people's secrets, this is what's really going on behind the scenes I put a post up yesterday on Instagram is that people look so successful on the outside but inside they're internally bankrupt you know people are going through times now where they feel if they show what they're going through it's a sign of weakness my whole um concept around this whole subject is you know to show your authentic self and the vulnerability and that's how I've built my business Sam I've built it off of the back of me not really having any filter and just saying what it is that I would have needed to hear when I was not in a great place mm -hmm. um it's fantastic getting inspiration from people that are winning and doing stuff and creating a the life they want and I think that's super important for us to really tap into a mentor or a coach or someone that really inspires you to want and do more but also as well I think it's um, as equally as important sorry to hear the real authentic uncut stories from people that what they've gone through to get to where they are today and that's what I do I always um, that's my first go-to um, I think that comes off the back of what it is that I value and the way that I've been brought up as well. And also, I mean, I'm not here to sell my book and share my story so much, but, you know, there was a point in my life where I didn't want to be here anymore and I went to take my own life. So I always ask myself, what would Tim Cooper have needed to hear right there, right then in that moment? And I tell you what it is, isn't, sorry. It isn't a fully edited, flashy video with all nice subtitles going on, recorded with the best audio and the best lighting. I would have just needed a message that spoke to me in a way that nobody else could. So that's what I do. I try to speak to people's secrets. I try to take myself back to that place where I was getting up in the morning, looking at myself back in the mirror 
and having conversations with myself, not very nice ones, and asking myself, what is it that I was actually having then? And what would it have been um, that could have completely changed my perception or perspective on that day? So that's what I do online. That's, the, that's why I deliver the message that I do. do you, did you find that hard? Like when you first started... And you know, like I'm thinking of people, let's say they don't necessarily have the following or the community yet or, you know, that kind of people don't know who they are or their story. When you first started, did you find it hard to be that direct, you know, and not think of how can I just be, do what everyone's doing to get people to like me and get people to follow me? You know, those traps, you know, we've all been there. Like, how can I create content? I think people love that kind of stuff. Did you find it hard? I found it so challenging to start. Um, to become what I perceive to be as a coach or coach's content. One of the toughest times for me was when I put my book out, right? Because when I put my book out, I was like, holy shit, Tim, this has all become real. You've put things in that book that, oh, Tim, should you, should you have done that? Yeah. You know, people are going to read this. Your mum's going to read it. People are going to judge you. People are going to have a perception about you already. You know, people are going to, you know, um, toxic people that you try to remove from your life in the first place are going to have their opinion and view on this. And people are going to come out the woodwork. And they did, you know, and that was for me, I was like, oh, have I done the wrong thing here? Um, you know, showing up as my genuine and authentic self, have I ever really struggled with that? Um, to answer that question directly, yes, I definitely have. At the start, I did. I didn't think I was good enough um, to be putting out the content that I was learning. Um, I would look at other people online and look at what they were doing, and then I would define and benchmark myself on whether my content was good enough to even put up, and that would stop me from doing it. Um, I had moments where I would write out a whole week's worth of content and then just delete it all. Um, because what I'd be doing is going through other people's and being like, no, they've already said that. They say it better than me. Um, you know, they deliver it in a different way. They're going to be more engaging. Um, they've got more likes than me. Um, they've got more followers than me. And um, I had to sit myself down when that kept happening. Just really quickly, actually, before you carry on, because I think this is a really powerful point. My, obviously, I've only connected with you past that point where you're now this bold, you know, like, you know, I'm just going to say what needs to be said. But even I am reassured by the fact that you, even when you began, you didn't have this like fearless nature. And actually, even if you're fearless as an individual, as soon as you go into the online space, it is so overwhelming. And I'm even just hearing that, it allows us to acknowledge that whenever you begin there's a point where you could stop and not put up the content and all of that, but, but you're not there now. So imagine if you had stopped at that point, there'd be no book, there'd be no business, there'd be no traveling around the world. There'd, none of that would have happened. Do you I ever look at that and think? All the time. Yeah. All the time, Sam. All, all the time. You know, there, there's a few things that have got me to continually grow and have the business and life that I've got. And it's gratitude. That's it. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to dress it up. That's what it, that's what it is when I really appreciate that I can create what it is that I want from life, I get to choose the outcome and I get to choose how I feel and spend my time every day. That's what really locks me into serving other people. I am, my job here, although it isn't really a job, 
my position in this world is to contribute and help other people. Uh, and the reason that I'm so sh- um, strongly focused on that is because the, the, the journey that, that I went through is, is what I experienced. And like I've said already, I, I wish a Tim Cooper had shown up in my life when I really needed him. And yeah. so that's my mission today. Whenever I decide that I don't want to put something out, whenever I decide it's not good enough or it needs to be, you know, edited in a way or, you know, it needs to be a little bit more snazzy, um, I always ask myself, Tim, what are you really doing this for? Like, what is the whole point? Why are you getting up in the morning, mate? What are you doing here? Why are you coaching people? Why are you putting all this time into it? What's it all about for you? What do you want to really experience? You know, not, not, not the things that I get from it, not the, thing, not the things like money for opportunity and choice and experiences where I get to travel a lot. Why am I getting up and why have I chosen this? And why is it so important for me to show up? And so I take myself out of myself and I put myself into the old Tim and ask him what he needs. You know, I say to myself, I take myself back to that younger version of myself. And I'm like, well, I mean, that question that we all asked each other so many times on, you know, interviews, podcasts, is if you could give your 18-year-old self some advice, blah, 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 blah. well, I don't need to go back that far. I just need to go back to my 35-year-old self and, and, and ask him what he, what he needs. Because here's the thing, if I needed it right then, then I'm pretty sure that there are thousands of people right now out there online that need it too. It's a disservice of mine, right? If I'm here to serve, I want to just help people. Well, the first benchmark for me is showing up and doing the things that make me feel uncomfortable, not for me, but for other people. So they don't feel like they're alone and they can do it themselves. And that's why I show up, Sam, and just say it how it is because I say what people are thinking. I say what's really going on inside people. And that's why I think my content really connects with people because there is no filter. There is this level of like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to say it. And that's what gets the most engagement because that's what really tells me that, uh, that's what really tells me, sorry, what it is that people need to hear right now. Mm. You know, people like this, so, we've been sold shit left, right and centre. And I use the word shit strongly because a lot of it is shit. And so, like, you know, for people like us, it's about really understanding why we are here and what's the main mission here. And I know that sounds a bit airy-fairy, a bit fluffy, but you know what? It's the truth. Why are we here? What's the, what's the purpose of the business? What's the purpose of me getting up in the morning coaching people? And what meaning does that bring to my life? And if I don't tap into that every single day, then what's the point in doing what I'm doing? Mm, totally, totally. And to kind of stay on that, topic of like you know the the realness of it to be honest with you which again people just don't they don't have that bravery and that boldness around sharing the stuff that people really need they share what they think people need which is and what sells yeah and what sells sells. yeah and and to be honest with you I think I've definitely I've definitely fallen into that And, and when I first started especially you know who's Who's above where I am? Even, you know, how can you even rank that? But at the beginning, you do. You think everyone's above where you are. Even if your experiences are, you know, invaluable to what you can serve others, you go online and you think, I've got one follower and this person's got 10,000 or whatever it is. And, you and you know, I was definitely thinking, right, well, that works and this works. But obviously, being in a similar situation to you now, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really in that boat. I've kind of deliberately thought, I, I actually want to talk about what people don't want to talk about because especially for mental health and I totally know that you will be 
passionate about that. I think we need to do more to protect the person and not just project the business. And it needs to be about the people behind the businesses and the people that actually have to go through this in their life every day and that sit at home with their business 24-7. Have you ever been, and I know the answer will be yeah, but I just don't know what will come out. Have you ever been in a situation where something's happened in your business that's just flawed you and made you think, I don't know if I'm strong enough to do this. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I should just get a job. It'll be easier. You know, is it? Sam, let me just interject once a month. (laughs) I'm so glad you said (laughs) Once a month. Do you know what, Tim? Fucking hell, you're not cut out for this. and, and, And then I ask myself, what's driven you really to get to that point? You know, what's, what's, you know, when you, when you sit down and because you're questioning yourself, right? Am I good enough? Basically, am I good enough to get the life that I want? Am I good enough? Because here's, look, here's the real thing. We, look, I'm not going to say what it is, Sam, but we had a conversation off camera, right? About courage, vulnerability, sharing stuff. And so I think when you position yourself as a coach, people think that you've got your shit together in every single element of your life. That's bollocks. You haven't. You just have a better coping mechanism. You just know what it is that you need to do, right, in order for you to overcome it. Do we do it all the time? No. Do we fuck? No, we don't. No, we don't. Literally, I have two people that I can call that really puts puts me back into alignment, right? One of them is my coach, and the second one is my mum, right? And these are the people, if I'm really struggling once a month at least, right, that I call and they just put me back into why I'm doing this and make me believe in myself. And and so as human beings, we're great at doing everything for everybody else. But when it comes to us, that's when we really struggle. And so mm-hmm. um, I've, I've done a lot of quite, well, quite a lot of work with on Gretchen Rubin and her stuff. And she, she talks about, you know, the obliger and the questioner and stuff. And I'm definitely without a shadow. I'm the, I'm the obliger, right? I love serving other people, but when it comes to me, am I as good at doing that for me? Definitely not. Do I take my own advice most of the time? Definitely not. Am I a hypocrite to some extent? 100% I am. I think everyone's going to be laughing at this, thinking it's the same. We're so good at giving advice, but But so Does it come from a place of love? Does it come from a place of wanting to make a real difference? Am I trying really hard to be the best Tim so I can help other people be the best Sam, be the best Amanda, which is my wife, be the best friends that they can be? Of course I am. You know, but selling this, selling this um, story of perfection and, you know, oh, you know, we could, we'd like this. Some, somebody said to me, um, it was last week, Tim, um, I need you to make, like, I'm doing some um, videos. I'm working on an app with someone. He said, I need you to record 91 videos in a day and a half. I said, listen, mate, I'm not a fucking content machine here, right? I'll do my absolute best. Yeah, I did it, right? I did it. I did it twice, actually. But do you know what? I think pe- as soon as you label yourself with something, people think that you're like you're this robot or this machine that don't really experience the challenges that people are experiencing. When I first started my business, Sam, oh my God, I, I mean, literally up against it, every, not every day, every hour I was being tested. And so I, I think it's really important for people listening to this that want to maybe start a coaching business or just an online business or a brand or whatever it is. You know, I think something that's really helped me, and this might be a little bit of a golden nugget here, like for your audience, is 
raise the bar, but don't raise it in the bar, raise the bar in the areas that are going to give you stress, anxiety, and overwhelm, right? Raise the bar in fulfillment, in fun, in joy, in serving, in contributing, in connection, in relationships. That's where you've got to raise the bar. And here's the thing. When you raise the bar in all of those areas, guess what trickles in? Business. Mm. And you start to create and build this like empire that you've always been working on. And so I think so many people focus on the logical aspects of business, but yet they forget the emotion and what that really brings into the message of the business. But ultimately, isn't it funny? Because when you're having a challenge, you don't address it logically. It's an emotion that comes up. So if we can really lead from okay. that point, we can lead from that point from a business stance, you know, I think it's going to give people um, a lot more insight into what it really takes to run, grow and scale up a business. Mm. You know, the, somebody asked, i t- tell you, here's another thing, right? Someone asked me in an interview uh, a month ago, Tim, when was the last time that you cried? I said, three days ago. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to, number one, I'm an emotional character. <laughs> but you know what? I get, I'm, I think that emotion is with passion. Yeah. You know, it's, it's with, I want this so bad, you know. And, um, and, and when I say I want this so bad, it's not I want the success. Um, and that depends, again, what people define success as. But I do want to be able to sit there and say, do you know what, Tim? Ask yourself this question at the end of the day. And if you can answer no, you're fucking doing really well. Could I have done anything more today to get me closer to who I want to become? And if that's a no for me, I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah, you're doing well. It's a good day, mate. It's a good day. And I think success um, is defined by, you know, a good day after a good day after a good day after a good day. That's the way, that's the way that I run it, you know. I break it down incremental steps because, as you know, overwhelm, anxiety is just completely rife. Mm. Um, across all social platforms and online business and we're all trying to become someone faster than we we should be. We put this fucking, you know, we say deadline, the worst word. Why would you use a a phrase with dead in it anyway? You know, so we're like, oh, we might have created a deadline and this needs to be done by this and this. I'm like, listen. So true. Slow it down. Slow it down, will you? If you were to then, I could could just listen to you all day, to be honest, and be honest with you. My Um, wife doesn't say that. Really? (laughs) She's like, shut up, will you? (laughs) Say that about me. People say, (laughs) you You get off your phone, like you're just on your stories 24-7. But what I'd love to do is actually get a, a specific example of some of a time when you were like backed up against the wall and what did you do to move yourself forward because I think this is the thing for people I know that there's an element of vulnerability online of course there is and some people do it with real authenticity and real gumption almost you know I'm just going to share and whatever happens happens I just want I want it out there and some people share really hesitantly and then if they get negative feedback, it really impacts them. So effectively, it's not done the job that they wanted it to do because they haven't healed themselves. So I know, and obviously from our conversation, there's things that I wouldn't and haven't shared online yet because I haven't quite got to that point in my personal life. But a couple of weeks ago, I recorded an audio and I sent it to my email list saying, I've had two clients cancel this month and I've lost four members from my membership. 
and my business is still going. But I want you to hear that because you're seeing me online not sharing that. But this is me actually having a conversation with you in my living room, telling you how it is, telling you what's happened and telling you what I'm going to do to bounce back. And the response from that has been so much more powerful than me doing, you know, how to get the first client or how to do this. So I wonder if you could share an insight of, of an actual specific problem, which I use with like speech marks and what you did to one, learn from it, but then not allow it to consume you and just engulf you and, and that emotion take over, which of course it does, but then it doesn't prevent you from carrying on making the next decision. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can think of one at the start of the year um, where I was literally ready to take my business and scale it to it like a real huge level. And um, I was working with a marketing team. One of, one of those team members was uh, an, an ex-client, but also a friend that I've known for 10 years. Um, took me on this journey, personal development, introduced me to books and all the rest of it. And um, I said to, to these guys, look, I've got a great idea here. It's about a mastermind. The mastermind comes off the back of the Tim Cooper TV, which I'm about we spoke about, which is about to launch. And so the whole point of it was to take people from the podcast, put them into a live event. From that live event, I was then to get people at that live event to buy into my mastermind. And so from that mastermind, it's 15 grand per year. We was looking at getting 30 people off of that. So it's 450 odd grand. It's quite a big lump of money. I believed in these people so much and I just... Uh, wanted these to be a part of my business, but also they held a really significant part element of the business, which is a real uh, powerful marketing tool that, 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 that they could bring to the table. You know, something really slick and sharp and it made the brand look really good. And so I said, look, I'll give you 50% of what it is that ever I, you know, I earn in my mastermind. And um, so they was like, what? I was like, yeah, 50%. I'm not doing, I'm not greedy. I've got a great one-to-one business here. You don't get none of that, but you get, you'll get 50% of the mastermind stuff. A lot of money, right? Mm. And so everyone was saying to me, Tim, it's fucking it's too much money you're giving them away. I was like, we haven't even made it yet. So how's it too much money, right? So it's not too much money. And secondly, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it to scale up my business so I can share my message to a much bigger audience. And so what I do from there, I can get speaking events and better one-to-one VIP clients and all that stuff, right? You know the strategy, Sam. I don't need to really tell you too much. But so, so that's the way that I was going to work it. And um, so I was like, shit, if I'm going to scale up this bid big, I need somebody else to come in on the operational side to really help me run this part of the mastermind, look at the venues, um, uh, look at when we're going to be running it, how that's going to be organized, you know, do all the back end work. Mm-hmm. And so I invited um, another guy, an ex-client of mine, actually, but a good friend of mine again that I knew. And I said, look, I'd love you to become part of my business and, and, and you know, and make this mastermind work. And uh, he come, come in. And um, as he come in, we set up a call with the marketing guys. And um, all of a sudden, the marketing guys went on the back foot a little bit. It's like, this is a bit weird. Because what they thought was, they thought well, this guy that I was bringing in was going to get a slice of their pie, right? A slice of their 50%. And so they then sent me over a contract 
And I was like, wait a minute, we're not even like, this is just, we're just talking at this moment. There's no, like, we haven't set any businesses up, any companies, any business accounts, nothing, signed nothing on companies, ours, nothing at all. We just, this is a starting process. Mm. When that happened, I knew that they'd gone against one of my values and it conflicted me. It hurt me a lot because I was like, do you know what? I've given this thing, potential thing to you, 50%, you haven't even done anything, but I'm doing it because I just think you're great people. I want to make you part of my business. But now they're showing up and it becomes all about money. It's like, well, we want to know what we're getting from it. And so I had this massive conflict. Now, this doesn't sound much if you're not in the world that we're in or the business, but when you're looking for good people and you think you've got good people around you and yet all of a sudden they're talking about money and what it, what's in it for them, mm. It really, really clouded my judgment, Sam, a lot. I thought I'd known this person for 10 years. Yeah. And now all of us, I've, I've said to him, look, come in, be a part of my business. And now they're like talking about getting contracts and what's in it for us and what, what we're going to get out of it. And if we're going to become part of it, we're going to need this money up front and all the rest of it. And I thought, Jesus, Tim, you've really misjudged this, mate. Yeah. So what else have you misjudged? this year and then it then it goes the internal dialogue it's off then like uh, I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that maybe I shouldn't have done in the business and who else have I got in that can take advantage of me and you know I really struggled at that time to overcome it it consumed me a lot because you know I really value authenticity it's yeah. a top value of mine and so to think that I thought these people were authentic and coming from a place of uh, contribution rather from a place of success and money really, really um, challenged my thoughts, Sam. And it really made me feel like um, I was making silly business decisions. And you know what happens from then. You start, like, it starts, you're like, what am I doing here? What's this all about? Why am I even doing this anyway? Am I good enough to scale up to this size? What am I thinking doing this this fast? You know, like, so from there, I had to have a really tough conversation. With, with and that the anxiety even me the guy that says it how it is the I, I i let it play out i didn't have the balls to address it for like I a week the same i'm going to be honest with you i'd find that i didn't, that didn't have the balls yeah. yeah i didn't have the balls and i was like tim why haven't you got the balls to do like you're literally and then sam that's when it really really started to hit home for me because then i was like you're not authentic tim you're saying this message online about taking action, just starting, showing up, you know, just, you know, if something changes, make sure that you execute on that change and follow through it. And yet here you are, Tim, presented with exactly the same thing yourself on the back end that no one knows about, but yet you're not following through that you're that on the same thing that you're telling everybody else to do. You're a fraud, mate. You're a fake. That's what you are. And so that really consumed and et me up internally and so it ate me up to such a point where it got me super emotional about my business. Um, I was like, do you know what? And this is at the start of the year, right? Mm. This year, 2020. And we're only in, I mean, what, we're in Feb. So like, this is like raw. But do you know, do you know what, Tim? This is something that you need to address now. And so, again, I went back to that gratitude moment um, about what it is that I can control. And here's the thing, I can control all of it but I was letting somebody else control how I felt about my own business off of the back of me 
you know, giving out with no expectation or receiving anything back. But yet the whole time they clearly had a second agenda that was hidden. And so I just rung them up. I said, look, I'm going to be really honest with you. Um, authenticity is at the top of my list and we've lost it here. And it's a shame. And it's a, and, and I know this is going to break our whole relationship um, because business and pleasure, you know how it works. And so I think for me, it wasn't just the fact of losing out on, uh, not losing out, it wasn't the fact of just understanding, sorry, um, that I'd making the wrong decision, chosen the wrong decision. Now I had to probably have a falling out and let somebody go that's been in my life for 10 years. And I had to have that decision made immediately in my head because I knew that I was about to lose that person. But you know what? I had to sit myself down and say, why? Why do you need to have this conversation, Tim? Why has it come to this spearhead? Well, it's come to this spearhead, Tim, because you found out that these people right now are not even in alignment with what it is that you believe in. And do you know what? That's all right. That's all right. You know, because you need to be around people that are taking you to places and you're going to places with those people, not people that are in something for something hidden. And so I just said to him, look, I said, we don't align. This is not happening. You're in this for the wrong reasons. I thought this of you. No problem. I get it. It's my mistake. It's not yours. And so I accept that and understand it. And this is not happening anymore. And there were a few effings and blindings and all the rest of it. And, you know, it got a little bit heated. But I come off that call and here's the, here's the true lesson from it. My God, I don't think I've grown so much in that week for at least six to eight months where, again, I was up against another huge challenge again. And so the whole process for me made me just realize, Tim, do you know what? You've got to upgrade again your, your operating system. You've got to be a little bit smarter about how you're making business decisions. And also as well, you've got to understand that this is your business, right? And so if you're going to go and give part of it away, um, you know, you've got to make really tactical and logical excuse me, decisions here rather than leading from emotion. Because I led from emotion there, Sam. Oh, I have 50% of my business because I love you and you're great and you've been my friend in my life and all the rest of it. But logically, these people haven't got the things. And as much as this sounds big-headed, they haven't got the things that I've got in my life. Mm. And so they, are, they were probably at a different stage when it comes to their business and their let's just say their monetary or financial position. So they looked, at, they looked at Tim Cooper Academy as an anchor to really draw them into the life that they wanted. So there's like, basically, what can I get out of this now? And so my, uh, my thought process was, was the opposite to that. And it was really tough time for me, really, really was. And so that had a knock-on effect at home, mm-hmm. had a knock-on effect on the way on my nutrition, on my training. You know, I had a knock-on effect on the way that I dealt with my clients, the way that I showed up, my productivity, you know, all of the stuff that you need to become a great coach and a great husband, mm. um, it, 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 it really tested me in, in all of those areas. What makes you not quit? I tell you what makes me not quit is that I know that so many people need me. I know that they do. Mm. I know how much I needed a Tim. And so the mission is simple. I've got to go back and help Tim's basically. And, you know, whenever I feel like giving up, I ask myself that question, Tim, if you was going to give up, you probably would have done it when you was about to put your car into the wall four, four or five years ago. 
So let's just get real with yourself, Tim Cooper. You're not going to fucking give up, are you? You're just having a little stumble at the minute. It's a little roadblock, you know? And so what's going to happen from this roadblock? Well, the same thing that always happens, Tim, lessons. And what are you going to do with those lessons? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're not going to repeat them. That's for sure. You're going to learn from them and you're going to talk about them. Because here's the thing. If those lessons, challenges, failures are coming up in your life, then I guarantee you, Tim, they're coming up in other people's lives as well. So you can either keep them and hold them and smooth over the cracks, right, and make out everything's all right, or you can actively talk about them and help other people and impact others so they don't feel alone like you was when you went to go and do something stupid. So that's why. I, I, I just got lost in the moment there. It's so <laughs> Sorry. Um, because I, I think that's... That's why I'm so grateful that this is going to be out in the world because there are so many amazing, incredible people that have messages like this, that have been through divorce, this depression, cancer, you know, being bankrupt, losing their house, relocation, all sorts. Apart from cancer, Sam, I've had all of them. Yeah, wow. So there you go. Yeah. Divorce, bankruptcy, everything taken, you know, spending spending 70 grand on cocaine, you know, sleeping with prostitutes every single night for six months, you know, drinking myself into the ground, stealing, robbing, getting stabbed, shot. Like, I mean, listen, I've, it's too much for this podcast. Yeah, I've been through the mill. And so, you know, like you say, the reason that I tell people about this is not to, you know, to impress, but it's to express yeah. What's possible for people? What, yeah. How much change you can create in your life? I literally, like, so look, little secret, I do some of my wife's posts for her, and I did one today. She's like, Tim, can you do a post for me? She's so good at writing. I was like, I'm going to do one. It was, and it was about change. And, um, and, and to cut a long story uh, into a short story is that, you know, we can all change in a heartbeat. But I tell you what stops us from changing is the amount of time it takes for us to actually make the decision to take action to change. We can, we can change like this. I could slap the laptop down now, finish this call if I wanted. I could turn my head this way, this way, up, down. I can change whenever I want. But the actual executional side to change and how long it's going to take you to do it, that's the tough point. That's the bit where all the resistance comes up. We all love to change, but we don't like to force to be changed. It needs to be our moment right? It needs to be when we're ready, we feel, right? And so I, you know, so I feel that people need to hear this stuff in order for them to change. They need to know that change isn't as, uh, as bad or as long as they think it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about um, putting that into place and taking action and executing on it. And so podcasts like this, what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal because it gives people the insights to what really needs to happen to change. Totally. totally. The, nitty, the nitty gritty, Sam. Yeah, it's true. And I think that, yeah, and I, I think even though we haven't touched on all those other things that you've mentioned, I do think it's important that people recognise that there's a life before the business. You know, oh. there was a Tim before, there was Tim Cooper online. There was a Tim that was a kid. There was a Tim that got in trouble at school. You know, all of this stuff that it makes us who we are, but we come online and have this impression that we need to be super polished. And sometimes 
that create that that creates the overwhelm that creates the need for not showing up because they feel like they're not at that point or you know they are a fraud because at home they're having you know arguing with their partner and their kids are annoying them and then online they're being really positive and it's it's not about that it's about recognizing that you you are just one person you don't have to be two people three people five people and i think that yeah i, th- I think when uh, hopefully you'll drive some traffic to my page for this <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I'm only joking I'm only joking but what 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 I do mean is that that is if people watch my content they they will really identify really really fast if they're savvy enough what it is that I do I take all of my problems and I talk about them that's what I do everything that I talk about on my page is what I've experienced or currently experiencing and so I say to myself Tim you've got a problem here what do you want to do with it do you want to suppress it or do you want to use it as leverage? And that's what I do with my business because I'm like, wait a minute. I know there's one key thing that everybody in this world needs that collectively, it doesn't matter who you speak to, what level they're at of success, everyone needs help. Everyone. doesn't matter who you are. And so you can either keep these things in and let them meet you on the inside or you can share them and make people feel like they're not alone and make people feel like they can be part of something bigger and they can really be uh, inspired and use them problems as a springboard and a gateway into becoming someone bigger and better, whether that's in business or, or whether that's in their personal life. And that's why I do the content that I do. Yeah, honestly, people will find you and just stalk you. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm going to get a little app, actually, who sees who's stalking me the most. So I can... I'll, be the, I'll be the number one fan. An analytics app, so I can target them with some online courses. No, I'm only joking. If you were to give one piece of advice that you haven't shared yet of someone, how, how can someone else be bold in their business and show up in a way that they want to rather than they feel they need to? Mm-hmm. Okay, very quickly... What I would say is sit yourself down and ask yourself this question. If you knew your expiry date, what would you be doing tomorrow? If you knew the day that you wasn't going to be here anymore, how would you be showing up? What would you be talking about and what would you let control you? Because I guarantee if I had that, if I had that number on the wall there, that when I was going to leave this planet, most of the stuff that I used to take on board and as challenges – I would fuck it off in two seconds to be like, get out of my way. I've only got a limited time. But here's the real factual part of that. We have only got a limited time. And so the faster we understand that we're not around forever, and this is a shorter life than what most of us think, the easier it's going to become for us to do things that are difficult, challenging, or sometimes maybe traumatize us a little bit. Mm. But you can use them things as leverage. So that would be, be the number one takeaway. Look, if you, if you knew when it was that you wasn't going to be here anymore, what would you be doing tomorrow? I know my answer to that. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Start doing it then. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, my God, 100%. Yeah. Oh, honestly, I genuinely, I just want to say thank you. Like, I know. Oh, that, thanks for having me on. I've enjoyed it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. And I do really appreciate the fact that you are just who you say you are. And I know that that, you know, I know that that in itself sounds so, you know, like a bit airy fairy, but. Sorry, Sam. When people meet me, they always say the same thing. Tim, 
Mm. You're just the same as you are in your videos. And like, it always shocks me. I'm like, yes, that's me. That's who I am. That's me. Valuable. Like that is invaluable. And I think that people listening to this need to take that priceless lesson that, you know, you, you are just exactly what it is on the tin, you know? And I think that's why I appreciate the conversation so much because so many people, me included, have been through times where I haven't and I felt that I couldn't be and I felt that I had to try and people please and be someone that I'm not and, you know, live live a way that other people are living and tick boxes and try and prove myself and, you know, be everyone to ev- be everything to everyone. And the most, for me, the biggest takeaway from this interview, despite all of the amazing honesty and the challenges you've been through is the fact that anyone listening I just want them to take that away, that you, you're just yourself and, you, and that what you're building and, and who you are isn't built on this fabrication of your life or this only one-sided version or you only projecting one way of being. And I just, I re- I'm really, really grateful that I've got to have this conversation with you and, and, share, and share part of you with the world. So I just oh, want to- I appreciate that, Sam. Running a business can be hard. And running a business alone as a solopreneur is even harder. If you are fed up of figuring it out on your own, making mistakes and struggling alone, trying to learn as you go, taking one step forward and feel like you take two steps backwards, there is always more that we can learn together. The BMA is the place for you. I'm extending a warm invite for you to join the place for female entrepreneurs to support and empower one another, to seek high level coaching and mentorship from me, and to have access to invaluable resources, templates, and worksheets for you to succeed, scale your businesses, and grow together. As an affordable, low investment every month, the BMA couldn't be more perfect for you. The Bold Moves Academy is focused at coaching female entrepreneurs in what they need most to accelerate their business and make the progress they deserve. Building a successful business doesn't have to be lonely, and it certainly doesn't have to be complicated. I can't wait to see you inside the BMA today.